0: You beautiful people to the fifth episode of the NPCs of the Year Awards 2020 for the week of December 19th, 2020. It was only a few weeks ago that we sat here and deliberated over which video games throughout history had the best story of all time. Now it's time to hit the brakes, throw this ride into reverse, and do the same thing over again for this year's game releases. That's right, folks. Buckle up. It's time to determine which games released this year had the best story. My name is Travis, and of course, I am joined by Preston. What's up? and kyle hello guys good evening to you hello how are how we doing
1: now how are you doing we're doing well
0: i'm I'm am all kyle. right i'm doing pretty good among us is now on uh game pass for pc so i can now play it on my computer instead of my phone so i feel pretty good about that uh but yeah my own little highlight here since cyberpunk 2077 is kicking my ass and all the non technical or all the technical that. ways it's not working
2: anyway
1: that's the best part so,
2: no it's not the best part it's not i i think the glitches are fun
1: i also enjoy glitches
2: have you watched to them point. they're
1: they're great i love it I've seen, I, I i've seen some i haven't seen i haven't seen a giant montage video or anything but
2: i've seen yeah, some I've, that
1: are I've watched pretty funny neat. montages
2: they're they're pretty funny i like it i like it i think i would well, be we'll mad to... if i owned it but I, I i would enjoy it for a little bit <laughs> wait a minute i own it
0: and i'm not very happy with it so okay but there we enjoy
2: go. it for a little bit enjoy it for a little bit well Get when that, that refund drops before
0: 24th oh, i'm good i'm good I'll, are you getting a refund it. nope i'm not i'm gonna stick through I it
2: wouldn't.
1: i wouldn't so are the ps5 and xbox series x versions really bad too not that I've heard
0: I hear no. that they have some glitches going on with them, but nothing of the level that we're seeing on PC or the unplayability of the last gen consoles.
1: <laughs> it looks insane they're <laughs> having Look yeah it really or... does
2: yeah' they're having some of the scripting glitches like uh so a lot of the the like nPCs when you go on a mission, they'll do one thing regardless if you get in the way, they will walk through you and like. They'll, they'll do weird things like just walk through walls and stuff just to do what they were supposed to do. Um, there's one of a lot of people getting the same glitch. You like uh, A guy will plow through you and it'll knock you through the mesh um, or it'll just carry you off and you get stuck to his car. <laughs> Well, like That's I funny. had
0: the one the other night. I had the one the other night where I was trying to crawl through a window as just a part of the mission because the door couldn't open up. So it's like, okay, you got to get through this window, get to a control panel. And as I did it, it kicked me back 200 meters. Like it didn't like throw me into the air and drop me, and I took fall damage or anything. It just pushed me back 200 meters, and I had to run back to the uh, run back to the windowsill to jump back in again. But it it didn't happen again. So that was that was interesting. bad for you guys. I think out of that, all of them. That...
1: That sucks. I don't have it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I just tell, I just tell you guys about where I suffer at, which with the patch coming out on Monday, I guess I'll just wait to see, but it sounds like it's possible that patch may just be specific to, uh, last gen consoles. And that's it. It may not necessarily have anything PC related, but I'm, I'm keeping an extra eye out in case anything comes up. But regardless of that, we got a topic to talk about here, guys. We do? do. What is it? We do. We are in the midst of our 2020 awards cycle right now, and it is time for us to... Oh, dear God. I can't believe this. We're back to talking about video game stories, guys, and we're looking at what came out this year. So, Kyle, do us the honor of telling us what is on our list for best video game story of 2020.
2: Alrighty, we have Resident Evil 3, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, The Last of Us 2, Ghost of Tsushima, uh, Avengers, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Watch Dogs Legion, Doom Eternal, Battletoads, Final Fantasy 7, Dark- Darksiders Genesis, Dreams, Mafia, Paper Mario and the Origami King. Those are some good
0: stories. There were some that didn't make our list, but I think it's because we didn't actually get the ability to play them. So, like, one that isn't on here is Half-Life Alex, but none of us own a, a PC VR headset to actually go and play anything like that. I did so hear that one was
1: really good, though. Yeah. yeah.
0: It, it really, I, I think its it's by far been the best VR title that's been released thus far, at least in regards to actual, like, Depth and story, but unfortunately, we haven't played it, so it's it's tough for us to give any sort of opinion on such.
1: There was that Walking Dead one that uh VR came out or on VR. Didn't that, that one out, tank though? Say, why so I heard that one sucked. I thought that one was supposed the to be pretty terrible soldiers? this year.
2: I've seen yeah. nothing but really heard... positive reviews for it. Yeah, I've no. heard a lot of good things about that one. Wasn't that one on V on uh, uh PS4 VR as well? It is, yeah, I haven't bought it, but yeah.
1: it, it is. I haven't bought it either. Oh, I never still mind. have to play my Iron Man huh. that I bought. I haven't finished Iron Man either. <laughs> it's it's pretty short from what I understand. It is, but I don't feel like... Well, I okay, understand. Okay, never mind. Uh, it, it's, <laughs> huh, it's, a chore,
2: it's a chore to set up everything to be... It really to is. To it.
1: fucking play VR. Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah.
0: Okay, so I must have been mixing it up with a different Walking Dead game. I thought there was another Walking Dead game that came out this year. Oh, there was. Um, and that it was saw... just garbage. That okay, maybe that's what I was thinking about. Okay. Okay. Uh anyway, so uh anything stick out to you guys on what should go first?
1: Uh I'll go first. Okay. Okay. Uh Mafia is a really 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 good story, but I don't think it should count on a technicality because it's a re-release of the same story. Thank but it is a you. really awesome story.
0: Thank you. I was going to ask about that one. I so, was the first one looking at it. I was like, huh, okay.
1: It's a really good story, Sherm. And it's been a long time since I had played it. It was nice to revisit it. Uh the nice upgrade. Uh they did I mean they did a little bit of addition as far as like voice acting and stuff like that, but the story's still the same. So I can't throw my support behind that one.
0: Fair enough, man. That one's good to go. Uh hmm. did dreams actually have a story?
1: It did. It's pretty fucking cool, too. But it's not top three. (laughs) Uh, It's the story of the jazz guy. All all of Media
2: Molecule's uh, stories are actually pretty cool. Even even just the uh, Little
1: Big Planet stories are pretty decent. They are. Yeah, they're not bad. Um, I don't think it'll make top three, but it is a cool little story about a jazz singer who gets his band back together. Goes through a lot of weird shit. It's pretty trippy, but it's not top three. But it was a fun little five-hour story. Okay. It was really and cool because it cause mixed a lot of genres in it. It was pretty
2: cool. And guess what? It was made in dreams.
1: It was, just like everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it never lets you forget it though. It puts that fucking stamp right in the corner. Yeah, like, I know, hey, I know. In case know. you forget. That's why I, I have like, to okay, say it. I get it. You're awesome. <laughs>
2: it's like, thanks for thanks for plastering your watermark all over my friggin' game. <laughs>
0: Oh, it'd be nice instead that they cut your gameplay right there and it says, hey, you've been playing this on Dreams for the yeah. PlayStation 4. It's like, thank you. I know. No,
2: that that's that's what <laughs> NBA would be doing. Throwing ads in the middle of gameplay. The 2K or like games uh, are live. Or, or uh, UFC uh, as well, 2K.
1: remember? I know it's been really bad over the last few years, but I didn't know. if it's, what, what, was I, it I haven't like, played
0: NBA in the last two years. UFC, UFC was re- there was a new co- or a new version of UFC released this year that had uh up until like what was it the reviewers never saw it at all and then it was a month after the game came out they enabled in-game advertisements so you would see advertisements for like I think it was Amazon Prime's the boys sure. like like when they were cutting footage like doing replays and stuff so
2: yeah and on NBA you'd get uh commercials for Oculus Quest and it was funny because they were saying that you know uh part of it is probably to mask load times and that that makes sense you know they can stream in a an ad and and throw it in over a load time and it doesn't eat up that much bandwidth or that's you know that's still shitty, much though man it is that's a shitty without without hit captain. by ads like that yeah but you know that they, they are utilizing it and the funny thing is they said they still have it on the next gen consoles so Jesus it's not just Christ. to hide a, a, a screen, and you're already paying more on the next-gen consoles also to watch an advertisement during, like, halftime and stuff when, you know, you're supposed to be playing the game.
0: Well, so before we get back to the topic, then, I'm going to have to see – I'm going to have to set up a pie Hole again and see if I can block any sort of ad traffic on my home (laughs) network and then try with one of those games (laughs) to see if an advertisement comes up. And if it is to mask any sort of loading stuff or anything, I'll let you guys know if I see some weird loading thing happening, I might just get, you know, the, the classic, you know, when a web page couldn't load up properly with an image, it would just be the little box with the red X in the center. Maybe that's what I'll have just floating around in the middle. (laughs) Maybe I'll just have that floating around instead. Uh, Anyway. Okay. So back to the topic here. Um, Man, these were all some good stories this year, though. Too. Um, Decent. What about final? What about Final Fantasy VII then? Because I know Mafia was a, a re release anyway. I know Final Fantasy VII was a remake. There was uh, a lot how added much... to that
1: one. I, I can't okay. cut that one on the same t- kind of technicality.
0: Okay. Okay, I figured that one was worth an ask.
1: Yeah. Um, I, I I can't. I may eventually want to cut Final Fantasy VII, but not this early. Okay. Okay.
2: Mm. So um, I'll go after uh Good. Battletoads.
1: Ah, come on. Battletoads is fun. <laughs> it's a goofy story that keeps you going.
2: It's a goofy story, but it's also kinda dated. Like it it feels like know, a nineties story.
1: It is, but that's I mean it's playing into that. That's what it's doing, is uh, letting off yeah, that I, nostalgia I guess. I guess. I I agree with you. That's what it's doing. It feels like a Saturday morning cartoon, kind of. But, but
2: it's also, it's also kinda not meant top to. three for me. Uh, and, it, and it's easier okay, for fine. me to cut okay, in some okay. of them. <laughs> it's, it's probably not
1: top three. You're right. But Battletoads is fun.
2: <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. I, I love the nostalgia for the, the old Saturday morning cartoons, but. Because that's what it felt like for the cutscene. It did. Honestly. Oh, Yeah.
1: Okay, yeah, I was like, okay, we can cut that. Okay, I'll look okay. at that. Um, I am willing to cut, I don't know.
0: <laughs> Great answer,
2: dude.
1: I don't know, yeah. Um,
2: a lot of this stuff was really good. I just, it's, mm. I've got another one, I guess.
1: I would cut Resident Evil 3. Mm. Uh, it's just, it's a Resident Evil story. Um, I'll be honest. I don't remember the original three very much. Um, I only played it like once or twice back in the day. So I don't know how much, how faithful this is to the original storyline, but it just feels like a Resident Evil story to me. Um, big giant nemesis chasing you throughout the time, throughout the city, trying to escape. I don't know. Didn't feel that special, but maybe I'm wrong. Sure. If you played, if you played some of the Resident Evil three, what'd you think?
0: I have nothing against it necessarily, but you're absolutely right. It is, it's a Resident Evil story. I think up until we got to, um, you know, uh, four, everything did kind of feel unique, but it, it being all in the same universe, you're kind of going to be running into that, um, those similarities on things. And it's not to say anything bad about the, the remake re-release of Resident Evil three anyway, and it goes for its uh, predecessor, Resident Evil two, but it is a Resident Evil game. It, it's just being—it's the same story being retold, just with better graphics and um, a little bit more oomph, especially the way Nemesis looks now compared to the way he used to. He's um, definitely more menacing in this one for sure. But does anybody even, know exactly how, much,
1: how similar it is to the original story?
0: I, to be honest with you, I'm the same way. I can't remember. You're—that is a big time gap. Just like you're suffering. Yeah, it's as well. so long, I mean, you right? think, Yeah. That's the biggest problem. It's really tough to measure between the two, um, where differences are at. Um, but I guess you know, I think that's why it probably could go because like like I was kinda of saying there is that Resident Evil One, Two and Three and uh some of the other little side ones that came out up until four's release were really it was all in the same same city. It was all in the same um it all followed basically just kind of these split storylines for all these characters who were all in reality fighting the same thing in one go. And then Resident Evil 4 changed stuff not only with the, the perspective you were playing in, but the way the infection was actually being spread around and what how it was being presented. Uh, the same goes for Resident Evil 5, um, you know, and j- just all the way up through it. And then especially Resident Evil 7 threw everything in kind of a different direction, too. So yeah, going looking at the first, second, and third Resident Evil games, it's 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 all kind of the same thing.
1: Kyle, you cool with that?
2: Yeah, I'm cool, cool. with that one. All right, there I goes was
1: three. You're better than I thought. Hmm. You said you had another one, Kyle.
2: Yeah. Uh, Paper Mario. It's got an okay story. Uh, I would say the storytelling is, is the best part of that.
1: What makes that so cool?
2: Yeah. It's got good storytelling, good character. Uh, what does it do as far as the characters, you know, they, they, some, some of the characters do actually feel unique and, you know, the way they talk, it's like, ah, that's funny, you know, but as far as story, it's, uh, it's okay. It's a Mario story. Okay. Oh, there goes that one.
0: Bye Mario. Ah! Anyway, uh, let's see.
2: Hmm. Does anyone remember the story for Doom? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay.
1: Um <coughs> you're just I mean, you're just a Doom Slayer and you're going after those uh what is the it? Doom four priests. Slayer. Is it four or three mm-hmm. of the High Priests? Yeah, ba-
0: basically Hell on Earth is being introduced, and your your ultimate objective is to effectively wipe Hell off of Earth anyway, try to get some sort of normalcy back, at least in, in whatever form you can. But the story itself delves into actually a lot of the history of Doomguy anyway and kind of what we ended up seeing as Doom guy at the beginning of Doom 2016. You know, it's like, okay, why is he here? Why is why are we seeing all these demonic symbols around him? You know, what's up with the armor? And then coming to find out that this was the Doom guy from the original Doom games. And the only reason he was, uh, you know, the only reason he became as powerful as he did was because he went through a portal and was um, actually brought back to train alongside the sentinels the the guardians and the knights and that of this this uh kind of realm i think it that was in between like uh hell and purgatory and and the living world and such and then you know he's he's put away in some sort of hibernation and then yeah he comes back so it delves a lot more into it that they really didn't expand on in doom 2016 and actually gives more life to the doom franchise as we know it
1: isn't it oh. more something we've never though, like, seen beforehand? The... The logs and or the reading in the archives and stuff you read. I don't remember a lot of that in the actual cutscenes. I would say I would
0: obviously I think in any game that has those sort of like logs, codexes, journals, and that, yeah, that's always going to fill in those extra gaps. Uh, but you do learn a lot about that though as you carry on through the game though too, especially because um, I mean it, it is a little slow and it kind of takes really really paying attention to what they're saying in those cutscenes. Um, but it does come out exactly that way. There's one cut scene where they were actually dragging doom guy over to one of those priests before they were all like corrupted in that. Um, and the only thing that he could actually like say, cause they could see that he was a, uh, a distorted mess of a man who had, had fought through the, every living being of hell that he possibly could. And the only thing he could say, of course, was the titular, you know, rip and tear. That was really all he could say. Um, that he was so destroyed by what he had fought and what he had seen and such. So there, there is that. Um, you know, the, the journal adds extra to it, but it is there.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, I, I mean, the fact that uh, the fact that it's like they can it, that this wasn't a full on like redo of the franchise itself anyway. You know that it's not like a. Um, uh, a restart of everything again. It's like, no, this is actually tied in with doom one, doom Two, final doom. You know, it, it's tied in with all those other games and you wouldn't have expected it to be for how much time has actually passed between those. I, I can't, I, I, I guess for you, Preston, since you've played through the Wolfenstein games and that is that they, do they have any ties back to the original Wolfenstein games that came out from ID back in
1: the, the nineties? You can play them. Have. <laughs> They're actually in the game. Yeah, you can have a nightmare and you actually play the old Wolfenstein games, and then you wake up and you're like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. <laughs> um, See, in Doom Eternal, this, you can which... actually
0: play the Doom games too, the originals.
1: Um, yeah, if you uh, do all the unlocks and things, um, I don't know. I guess I just never really thought about Doom's story while I was playing it, but I don't know. See, that's I, that's I, I my didn't. Thing. I didn't
0: either. I, I didn't. I, I'll I'll be 100 percent honest with you. I didn't either. But that at, that they worked a story in so well. You know, without actually degrading the action where it feels like, you know, the story is going on, but you're not being like it's it's not hindering anything in the game itself. You know, where um, you're forced to take part in this story thing just because, oh, it has to be there. There's not really a lot of it. It It is all told through cutscenes and and See, that, but it's not like you're going through a mission and then it's like, oh, story
1: thing here. Blah, oh, blah, so blah. it's not Doom 3.
2: Exactly.
0: Exactly. They
1: learned that lesson. But what was so cool about Doom twenty sixteen is how they were able to merge such a simplistic story with that combat. It almost feels like they're yeah. trying a little too hard in this. Yeah, one, but I, that
2: that seems, sounds a little cheesy and convoluted. I
1: I, I don't know. Like, are. if you want to hold on to it, we can hold on to it. I just don't think it's going to make yeah. it. But if if you if you really think that, maybe I'm.
0: Maybe I'm blinded just because it's such. It was such a unique way to kind of spin everything together that this wasn't just a redo of the series in general. That this was them bridging everything together. I think that's why I'm kind of holding on to it. But okay, I, let's hold on for a second. Then. I, yeah, just, just for a, maybe a little bit. Maybe it won't hit we'll, top what, three. We'll, we'll see, what see some how some the other rest of the stuff are goes. Yeah,
1: for some of these others. Um, yeah. I'm okay with cutting Dark Genesis. I honestly can't even really remember the point to point plots. I know the overarching plot. But I can't really remember much of the side stuff as much, especially as some of these other ones. So I don't think that I, I don't think that the story
0: happened. wasn't necessarily as in, like I don't want to say impactful or anything, but the story wasn't necessarily memorable enough for you to really measure it against what we have left on the list.
1: Yeah, pretty much. It was pretty boilerplate, even for Darksiders The franchise, like I don't know. You.
0: Well, let me let me ask you this: going after the then. guy from
1: Hell who runs Hell and trying to stop him. I don't know. Okay. Well, let me ask you this
0: then. Compared to the rest of the Darksiders games that have come out so far and anything else that's in that universe in general, where does this story fall at then in those? Do you think it's on the lower end of things or where does uh, it sit?
1: Let's see. I actually haven't played three, so I don't know three's story. Um, I would put it second after Darksiders 1. I think Darksiders 1 still has the best story of them. I think Death's story was pretty boring. Um, but I've never thought any of the Darksiders stories were super amazing. I thought 1's by far the best.
0: Okay, but, but at least yeah, it, it I, I, I'm the, not willing to fight for that one. Okay, but at least it fit with the theme of what the game was itself, and totally. the story didn't seem anything off from it. Okay,
1: totally, and it was, and it has a lot of charming moments, especially with strife. Um, the voice actor, I can't remember who the voice actor. Who's the voice actor who does like the main guys in like Modern Warfare and some shit? I don't remember that voice actor's name. Oh uh, man, I can't remember his name, but he he's the one who does it. He does. He's really charming, and he's really funny with some of the one liners he pops off and his banter with um war as you're playing the game is pretty good, but nothing really special. Like there's no awesome betrayals or anything. It was pretty obvious what was gonna happen, I thought. I don't
0: know. Hmm okay.
1: What are we down to? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, we got
0: several to cut here.
1: Yeah, um, Watch Dogs Legion.
0: <laughs> I was gonna
1: ask about that one too.
0: It, it has some great. really
1: nice moments. Yeah, I think its ending missions are a lot better than the the lot of, the the, the, of la- missions. the
2: the last like three missions are the if if they had more of those style missions in the game, I would have enjoyed that. Like the last mission where you switch off between the characters and it forces you to just switch off and it's like this person has to take care of this location and you have to do some like oceans 11 bullshit you know that was cool um but i saw the twist coming
1: the whole time like oh yeah i know from the very beginning i was like i was
2: like well i was like well she did it uh yeah can 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 we just go get her she she's the one that did it she she won't even show her face. She's the one that did it. Where Where is she? She's the one that did it.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a waste of a good premise. I think there are some yeah. really good missions in there, but overall, no. Yeah. You're right.
2: There, there were some good ideas. If they took some of the things that I really loved about Watch Dogs 2 and added them to Watch Dogs Legion, it would have been a perfect game. And then they took out some of the, the crappy
1: missions that they had. I did I like how they structured the uh, the villains of London, kind of like how Arkham... I did uh, like Batman that, Arkham yeah. Games. I did like that. I thought those were all yeah. kind of unique. Um, Unfortunately, the gameplay did not hold up its end. That almost gave stories. me a Spider-Man vibe. Kinda. Yeah. But, yeah, okay. Yeah, but I don't know, I like that. That's fine. I, 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 I that. really
2: enjoyed that aspect, but I don't know. Yeah, the story didn't hit it off for me.
1: Yeah, I'm not willing to fight okay. for it. Okay. And, uh, uh Preston, shit. did you
0: beat Valhalla? I did. You did? Okay. I wasn't sure where you sat, because I know th- this year Man, has been nothing but, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, this thing has been, <laughs> this year has been nothing but hell for, like, for long duration story games and that, it feels like. I mean, you have, you, have, you guys especially have, like, successfully jumped, like, from, from like, open world 80-plus hour game to 80-plus hour game and so on this year. It just seems like it's almost been never-ending.
1: Um. What I will say about Valhalla's story, it is the best Assassin's Creed story for 130 of its 135 hours. And then it fucks up everything in those last five hours (laughs) that hit the building. I don't know what to say about it. Like, the storytelling is so good in the first 135 hours. Maybe that's good, though. I don't don't know. Like, I don't want to... Yeah, I don't know. What do you mean? How do you mean... Maybe because they wanted to give it a,
2: you know, a finite end, you know, just cut you off type thing. I don't know. Uh, well, have well to okay. So the it.
1: way it fucks it, the way it fucks it up is because throughout the whole story, they're building. The story is you're Avor, and you are trying to build up your settlements um, when you move to England uh, with your brother Sigurd, who's not, he's like your adopted brother kind of thing. You're, you're, you're his adopted brother. Um. And they start building that he is, he believes he is built for something more. Kind of like how Templars are supposed to think that they are a a higher power than the assassins are. Um, So he starts losing it kind of as the game is progressing. Uh, They don't ever capitalize on that build up at all. Um, There's no showdown with Sigurd. You don't have like a giant fight with him. Like, cause you—that's that, what—that's what they're building to come. Uh, they want—they're building that one moment of confrontation between the two. i Like, one, it's gonna boil over here pretty soon because he like accuses you of trying to take his throne. And there's one scene where you're like solving a dispute between two people of your guys's village, and then he walks in. and He goes, "What the fuck are you doing here?" And you're like, "You go, oh, I didn't know you were here." He goes, "You told me to take care of this stuff and don't bother you with it." He goes, "No, you're trying to take my my position. How dare you?" And so you guys get into huge fights and there's like a power struggle over the village and none of that is and they do all the great building towards those moments and that they don't do the moments in the last five hours it's just so fucking frustrating then there's a betrayal by one of the you have an assassin that's with you the whole time Basim, and he's i don't know he seems suspicious but he also seems like he's just kind of trying to he's he's on sigurd's side so it, he just seems weird um and in the end he ends up Betraying Sigurd and trying to kill both of us because he's the main bad guy, I guess. Because we did something to him that it—they never even tell us. He just thinks we killed his son or family or something, mm. and they don't explain it. I was like, "Oh my god, what a terrible way to do that!" This was the close. Mm. Uh, like Kyle's right, there is a finite end to it because the the last five hours is that is Basim taking over the. I see what he you wakes mean. Up. Yeah, well, he wakes up in the out of the Animus and takes over from. But, uh, do you know who that? So, you know how Desmond was the assassin from the future in the first three. Uh, Layla's right. been the lawn for the last three. They took care right. of her, mm-hmm. and they put... I don't even want to have to get into this fucking thing because it's so confusing. It's like they put her in an architect thing, and she is now searching for lines of code with Desmond. They, think, they haven't said it's Desmond, but it's totally Desmond. Like, it's so fucking obvious. And they're searching for a way to fix the past. They're trying to Infinity or Endgame, Avengers Endgame this shit, and fix something in the past oh, so Jesus that they Christ. they the world isn't destroyed so it looks like they're gonna bring back desmond in some way i don't know that's how their story okay. ends it's pretty confusing and it turns the game for that first 130 hours is so genuine it feels like game of thrones with like its storytelling there's a lot of betrayal there's a lot of um politicking there's a lot of like back deals going on between people And but it's you never have like hard proof of any of that stuff. Like it's always like a guess. But you could always second guess yourself because they'll be like, one of these three people poisoned the person. Who did it? And you're like, you gather some evidence and you have your suspicions. But they don't tell you outright whether or not you were right or wrong. So you kind of have to live with your decisions in some way. You're like, ooh. But I think that's a really cool storytelling mechanism. And so the beginning of the game for that first hundred thirty hours is all of that. That's really good stuff. And then they go. Into that stupid assassin sci-fi bullshit for the last five hours—that's so confusing and nobody knows what the hell's going on—and it just bummed me the fuck out. I was so pissed at the ending of that
2: game. That's always the weakest part of an Assassin's Creed game, though, right? Like,
1: it really is, and for them to end on it was just such bullshit. Like, because you go through all of England picking and helping kings. To a lot to build an alliance with, so that when you go after the main king, you have your kingdoms backing you up is the whole kind of what you're doing throughout the hundred and thirty hours, and each of them has their own little story, and they're all very for the most part very very good. I think there was only like two or three areas that didn't have really engaging stories to get their king into power, but all the other ones are really really good, and they all feel like, kind of like a chapter in like Game of Thrones or something. And then they just fucking throw it all out the window. I All the hard work they did, all the good storytelling, all the good character building. And it's just all thrown out the window at the last fucking five hours. And I don't know what to say. It pisses me off so much. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to do with it. See, I'm surprised. Yeah. Like This is
0: like when we go through talking about what, uh, you know, going through our What Are You Playing episodes that and talking about Valhalla. We must have missed part of this here that you were uh, that frustrated with it. It at didn't happen the for the last five hours. Five
1: hours. When I got it, that's what saying played it, because we didn't do it. What are you playing? Um, for those two. Oh, th- when you weeks. beat it. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah I beat it yeah. in the yeah. time yeah. we have been doing the game of the year. So Okay. I don't want my so you... I don't want five hours to really overrule how good the first hundred and thirty are. But God, those five hours are just such shit. I don't know.
2: <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I they need to quit treating the uh the 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 stuff that's outside of the animus is the primary story when that's not even the major chunk of the game that's like that's like not even a sixteenth of the game that the that, that parts make, that nobody cares know. about yeah if you spent if
0: you spent say if it was divided evenly like fifty fifty where you're actually inside playing as a you know you're you're playing this historical character and then you jump out and then you're doing this stuff in in near real time you know in in the game true went, reality. So. You think so? Okay. So yeah, it seems I don't like know, that it might.
1: I don't know. Maybe. I guess I guess I, it would depend. The, like if you're the storytelling arcs they choose to do when you're outside of the animus. The things they, the events they decide that need to happen are so confusing and they mm-hmm. I don't know what happened from the last one because, because it was only five percent of the game.
0: Because a lot the, of the historical stuff that they use is just exactly that is that they're just looking at history books and like, well, if we tweak a name here, or if we adjust this part here itself, but we keep the, the timeline and the locations and the people and that just fine, then we're good. Everything else we got to figure out. So they sit in a room for, you know, 20 hours and it's like, okay, what do we do for these last five? And then that's what you get.
1: I, I, I don't know. Nothing I don't against know Ubisoft.
0: I mean, Assassin's Creed has been going on so long, but.
1: Kyle, if I hadn't finished those last five hours, I would be fighting you right now on whether it should even—if it should be number one, maybe. Like, because its storytelling is so good, but then they—they they just fucking ruin everything they did. They just have, take a crap. Ugh, I don't know if I've own, ever been their so own disappointed. Good work. Yeah. Mm. I don't. I don't know. I can't. I can't reward it. No, I cannot reward someone who fucks up all the hard work they did. They fucking trip over the finish line. Kiss my ass. You're off the list. Kiss. No, get off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, Preston. Wow. In Game of the Year, I won't I won't be as hard, but in Best Story, no, you can't be here. Sorry. You fucked up.
2: <laughs> With that said, since we're getting close to the end, uh, Avengers. Um, it's
1: pretty good, actually. I think
2: I, I was going to say the the only redeeming factor of that game, it, it feels like is its story. Was it, it good enough to carry it to the end?
1: It is um I, I don't think the story was as good as the critics were saying. They're like it was a really, really good story, like a superhero story is like it's fine. It's a superhero story. Um, it has a little more depth to it with like Kamala and how she's trying to be a hero and trying to learn the I don't know like it's so cliche like how to be a good guy and what's important. I don't know. Like that stuff's kind of cliché in superhero stories. Uh, I've seen this but I've seen this story before too. Like the Avengers fuck up, they're being blamed for things and you just get the band back together. That's what the overarching story is and then MODOK okay. is doing the Inhumans at the same time. Um I don't know. It's not a bad story. Uh I don't know. We could probably cut it. I don't think I don't think it can make 3. I don't know. Kyle's right, though. It is by far the most redeeming quality of that fucking game. It's got some really good moments. The voice actors... I mean, that's a... That's the all-star cast of voice acting.
0: Of course, the the actor, the voice actor who kind of phoned in Thor a little bit more than they should have.
1: Oh, fuck that guy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You're right. want to. I don't want to fucking remember that part. Narrowly, we will escape, <laughs> and I will save the whole planet. Thank you. I fucking hate that guy. Uh, I
0: don't need to be okay. spitting Diet Dr Pepper all over my fucking monitor, there, Preston.
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh I, shit! You, have you seen those voice act? Like, I just can't stand that big booming Thor voice. It just drives me nuts. They did it in the how Marvel. Was, how was Modok
2: voice? Was it was it anything like uh Marvel versus Capcom Modok? No, no,
1: <laughs> oh. no. He actually, he was. Uh, he had a normal voice. Actually, oh, um, lame. Towards the end, it was a little more, um, kind of like a ratchety quality to it, but not nothing like Marvel versus Capcom. <laughs> <laughs> See, I think um, the Marvel oh. vs. Capcom
2: voice is perfect, but maybe that's
1: just me. No, you're probably right. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know a whole lot about Modok as a character. Um, Me either And maybe that's why this maybe, maybe this story would be better for someone who doesn't Like or who isn't like really deep into the comics But they wanted a superhero game This is a pretty good story for that Like I think it's better than Endgame Story If that makes you feel any better yeah. But I don't think that's a high bar
0: Okay well it's gone and I'm gonna Go ahead and concede on this one Doom Eternal can go
2: Well I think I know what the last three are We always wind at this last three (laughs) actually i
1: might cut will of the wisps
2: really i've got it fixed
0: guys hold on get it off let's see uh let's see that one uh and uh
1: that's typing in untitled goose game way of the warrior and plumbers don't wear ties well that one should be number one you are correct Plumbers (laughs) don't wear ties is perhaps the best story ever I, figure let's I know I a might bit cut of... *Ori and Will of the West*. *Will of the West* has a really good opening Ugh. and closing, and a really good side in a really good moment in the middle that turns the whole game on its head. There's not a whole lot in between, though.
0: Yeah, is it in a lot more like this? Does a lot. Because of the because of the platforming and Ori and that you know in the moving around, uh, does it feel like more of the story is actually being told in the background and it's kind of hoping that you not are immersed that, really. enough in in moving?
1: Now, the environments tell like a little bit of a story maybe, but not enough. It's not even like close to like what Dark Souls does for when they do their environmental storytelling. It's not even close to that. So okay. I would not give it. I will not give it that high mark. Um, okay. I don't know, man. Okay. It has a really good ending. It really does. It's... it's yeah, but if, it, if it's gap... hits it, right
0: there. I don't know. If the actual gaps of the story are enough where it's like, here's something good, and then you're literally playing the game, and then it's like, here's this... Oh, excuse me. Here's this middle thing that's really good, playing game again, and then here's this end thing. Hi, dogs. Uh, Then, you know, that's that's... That just doesn't seem like a lot there. I feel like a story should be really consistent all the way through and should have um enough happening at least all the way through the game. It shouldn't be these big chunks of of story and then just not learning anything new or not developing on it and then another chunk. You know, I I don't I don't really I mean, like it's that. It's not much. that there's
1: nothing there. It's that what's there is it's only okay. It's fine. Okay. And then the really main points are awesome. But okay. like, they have little side missions that build the world up and the characters throughout I don't know, I just Final Fantasy Seven does so much more when it it's adding to its story, whether or not I like all of that, if you're a Final Fantasy fanboy, you fucking like it. I bet
2: uh, there was quite a bit of it that I liked uh I know you had a problem with it, but I really liked getting more of uh Jesse's story uh that was one thing that i I kinda did want more of playing the original game, you know. I kinda wanted to know the characters a little bit better. I was uh a little sad that it was more focused on her than anything else, but you know, it is what it is. She was the one that I wanted to know more about, but I still if they were gonna dive into it, I would have liked more of everyone. Um I mean they go did pretty leave hard me on teeth, at the bit. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean I do um, want to see
1: what happens next. Yeah, I, go I know ahead and cut it Ori for it, me. I'm
2: okay with that. It made me mad initially okay. about that that new guy. Uh, I can't even remember his name now, but the guy on the motorcycle that kind of shows up and oh, what uh, that guy's fucks name? with your shit.
1: Rolf, Rolf.
2: He, some, oh man, I don't remember.
1: I hate him. I
2: fucking hated that guy. But, <laughs> I hate him. But I mean, but he's, he's now. I, I, like I. I looking know. back, I, I'm kind of like I. I want to know more about this guy. Who is he, and what's what's he what's what kind is it of Roche? shit is he gonna cause? Roche, Roche, yeah, or Roche, Roche something like Roche, that. Whatever. Roche.
1: Yeah, I'd rather. Yeah. <laughs> Final Fantasy said, like, it, just because I don't like, like that chocolate. story, <laughs> but I don't like JRPG stories, so. And what it adds, I think, yeah, yeah, let's put that in there.
0: Well, we're on to the last three here, guys. So we need to order these. three. pretty easy, Sherm. Is this it? Is it? Are we just done now? Are we gonna have a fight hmm. here between these between these three, or or is this the set order?
2: I hmm. I watched the other end of Ghost. Uh it made me cry too. That that end of, was oh man. Which one did I you do for both? I I I chose the uh, let him live. Oh, so you did. I so, killed him. Yeah. Well, I watched that ending. Uh, actually, a couple. I think days that one later. hits harder.
1: Probably, I would think. Uh, I, I didn't watch the other but, one.
2: But I I, cr- I cried for both of them. Actually, <laughs> I know that's totally lame, but that that's not often that a game does that. Not to lame. Me. Not lame. Um, that's
0: that's no. It's perfectly understandable.
2: No, like the the uh, ghost does the like legwork line... to do it though. Man. Yeah, the, and the the line that Jin uh, gives, he he, what what was it? It was. Uh, I, um, I have no honor, and I don't kill family. And then just like he—he's got his sword, parsh like mostly sheathed, and it's like clicks it shut, and then it's like oh, oh, and yeah, it, it just—it was—it was good.
1: It is. I do not. I, I've got goosebumps talking about though. it. Like,
2: and 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 just like the whole thing watching the sunset and the story you know with with the maid from from your actu- actual home and stuff and getting to know the blacksmith and you know building him up as a character and it, him kind of being you know this weakling when like he's a blacksmith but he, he he's pathetic you know when when you find him and at the end He wants to do something. He wants to make it happen, and his sister's the one that wants to run, and she's the one that always wants to do something about it. You know?
1: Yeah, it's got... It has the best side missions I've ever seen in an open-world game. Um, It has some of the best character building. It has some of the most emotional moments. I will say, a lot of the... If you aren't in a main mission, I don't see a lot of storytelling... In, like, just the world that much. But that is true. And that is where it falls
2: victim to what we've talked about with the open world syndrome.
1: I'm not sure. I'm not sure how much I want to hold that against it, though. I'm not sure. Yeah. Okay, but I will say The Last of Us 2 tries to tell the most ambitious story I've ever seen a video game try to tell. I just think it can't. I don't think anybody could possibly tell the story that they're trying to go for.
2: I um, have to agree with you there. It is right. insane. And the fact that they go uh the extent of telling both sides, like they want you to know, you know. I've seen
1: that I think that's their biggest downfall is when they tell if they hadn't set the premise in the early part of this game that this is a revenge story for Ellie and that she is going to Sherman, do you know what the story is?
0: I do okay, not. So Ab- I don't know. Okay, have a this dog
1: girl Abby vibe. They Joel accidentally killed uh killed Abby's father who was the doctor who was going to uh uh do the surgery on Ellie at the end of 1. Okay. So Abby finds Joel in the beginning of Last of Us 2 and kills him in front of Ellie, beats his head in with a fucking golf club. Um that's in the first few hours of the game. Then the rest of the first part of it is Ellie goes on a 3-day rampage um killing Abby's friends, trying to get her way to Abby and then she eventually uh, finds Abby, but Abby um, finds her at the same time, like there's just this giant battle they have between the two. Then the game stops, and then you play those same three days that Ellie just did as Abby. You do it from her perspective, and what she was doing those three days. And I think that's the biggest problem this game does, because you have established that Abby's a bad guy already. She's uh, She killed Joel. Like They spent a whole game Building up Joel is one of your favorite characters. Like, don't, okay. don't we all kind of like like love Joel from the first one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? So to just kill him and take him away from us, it, it happens so fast. There's no buildup, and it even is kind of done sloppily. So for them to do that, but then for them to be like force it in there later to be like, oh, but don't you kind of feel sorry for her? Because look, she has her story too. It's like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah,
2: they, they turn it's around like, and they try and justify her actions as well.
1: Yeah, and, and they do it through, I think, through emotional manipulation because they make you kill it. They make you... Kill a dog. Um, what does Ellie? I didn't know about yeah, that. So wow. that. Yeah, you stab a dog in the neck as it's uh, trying to protect Abby's friends. And I don't know, it doesn't really, it's not that huge of a deal. Like, you just, it, you do a lot of dog executions in this game. Kind of bums me out um, how many dogs you yeah. kill. But, so you kill this dog, then you switch to Abby, then you play with that dog, like play fetch and you build a bond with that dog. This game is trying to emotionally manipulate you into feeling bad for what you did earlier. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, you're just trying to make me feel like a piece of shit. And Abby's whole campaign is nothing but that. And I think that's bad storytelling. I think that's trying to use shock value to make you feel bad for something. Instead, what they should have been doing is. Telling the story of Ellie doing questionable things and watching Ellie struggle with that decision, whether she's going to lose herself to the violence, because that's the theme that they set up from the beginning that has nothing to do with Abby's story. Whether or not what Abby was doing in those three days has nothing to do with that shit. And it bugs the fuck out of me that they even told that story. What they should have done is made either a second playthrough or DLC that came out later like um, they did for Ellie's in... What the hell was that called? Like no, no One Left Behind or something um, in the first one. Left, I, and then I would have been fine with that. Yeah. It would have been like, oh, that's cool to see that just left where behind, these, yeah. these two stories mix up. Yeah. And it would have been cool to see like how those two meshed after the fact. But then they jump back to Ellie's story after you play the Abby section because Abby actually wins that fight, that showdown between Ellie and you actually have to kill Ellie in that fight. That's the second part, about two thirds of the way through the game. You uh, you have that showdown of, after the three days with Ellie and Abby, and Ellie's the bad guy, so you you have no choice; you have to win with Abby. Then Abby just leaves him alone. She's like, "You guys aren't going to die," but she was willing; she was totally going to fucking blow. Um, Ellie's girlfriend's head off who's pregnant th- at the time because Ellie did that to one of her friends. She killed one of her friends who was pregnant and she goes, oh, she's pregnant too? Good. And she's about to blow her head off and then some kid that she's picked up along the way is like, no, don't do it. And she just stops and doesn't. It's like, okay, whatever. Then at the end, you do another, like a another third of the game which didn't even need to be done. You go and find Abby one more time because Ellie has this weird PTSD where she can't let it go. She keeps seeing Joel's face. And she can't let Abby go. She has to fulfill the revenge. She has to fill the cycle. And even though she's been living peacefully on this farm for fucking three years or whatever it's been. And then she goes and has Abby one more time. So she hunts down Abby one more time. And has her. And Abby's been captured by the, these Sons of Anarchy biker guys. And she has her. And is ready to kill her one last time. And then she, she she's drowning her. She has her dead. And then she's like, no, she has a flashback of Joel. She's like, no, I can't do this. And lets her go again. It's like, what the fuck is wrong with this? And they're not giving me, they don't give me any kind of fucking character building for Ellie to be making these weird 180 decisions. It's so fucking bad, I think, in that regard. But again, I think that's because they're trying to tell so much of a story that they can't possibly do this. Because a lot of people's complaint with Last of Us is that it's too long. Uh, Because it's like a 30-hour game almost. Like, that's really fucking yeah, long, that's 25 to like, 30 hours for the...
2: That should, that almost seems like it should be a trilogy, like each right? of those like could it's, be it's a game long. in and of themselves.
1: Absolutely, and I was like, wow, this is really fucking long. So, even with that, they wanted Abby's story to be even longer, and they cut a bunch of it to try and cut wow. down the time, because they thought it was going to do it. So, I think Kyle's right. Like I was like, they tried to do too much, and it ended up hurting the overall project of The Last of Us 2 story. Um... All these perfect tens, it's getting no, absolutely fucking not, man. Like, it's just fucking bullshit. And I was having arguments with my friend Greg, and he's like, "That's not the point of Last of Us Two. The point of us is, is just this is a shitty world. You take it. Like, you may want this to happen, but like, you just take what you get from this world. There is no winning. There is no losing." I was like, "That's that's fine." I was like, "But you have already established Joel and Ellie as." I was like, "It's their story. This is called Last of Us Part 2. You know, like, this is supposed to be their story. I sh- I don't give a fuck what- about Abby. She is a bad guy. Don't – It's such I don't a poor feel like choice to make story, me sympathize. That, Like, I
2: don't feel like what your your friend was telling you is the story, that it's just a shitty world, and that's that's what you get, you know? Like, I, I, I almost don't think it, it was either. That, but, uh, yeah, you do kind of lose it, I, I feel like, having to see so many sides.
1: I, I think you do too, and I think – I think Naughty Dog went out of their way to make Abby likable in comparison to Ellie. Um, Ellie's section of the game is pretty much the same set piece throughout the whole thing. Like, you're just working your way through Seattle. Abby gets some really cool set pieces, even the gameplay-wise. Like, she gets a sinking ship that she has to work her way through, so it's a really cool thing. She has oh. to uh, she has to climb over a set of skyscrapers that are above the clouds. Um Ellie doesn't get any of these cool set pieces and I'm like that's because they want her and Abby gets way better guns they're much more automatic they're much more action packed than Ellie's Ellie's very silent and she's almost all stealth like in all her are single round guns so they even went out of their way gameplay wise to make you like Abby when she killed one of my favorite characters of all time I'm never gonna like Abby I don't give a shit if she's had a hard time like everybody has a hard time in this world that's the whole fucking point of the world so I don't care
2: yeah she she already killed joel they they should have they should have separated the two at least and and made them two separate games
1: maybe they could have done that or i honestly think they should have never made this game that's honestly what i think i think last of us is should have been a one-off and they should have never made this game but i don't know like i and see all those problems i have with it it is better than like 85 to 90 percent of the story games i've ever played in my life like the stuff it does is still really fucking good. And because it's visuals are so impressive, they can really sell those moments of like when Ellie stabs a pregnant woman. Um, and you can see the fucking fear in her eyes and she knows that her and her baby are dying at that time. Like those moments are fucking really hard to watch. And that, that's why I think a lot of people are so into last of us Two being as good as it is are, those moments hit like a fucking punch to the gut, man. Uh, even more than Ghost of Tsushima, I would say. Uh, I just think maybe Ghost of Tsushima has a better I don't know, like emotional payoff for the building. Like, they don't... I think their story's more cohesive. I think it's better. Um, I i didn't come away from Ghost Story thinking what the fuck? Why did that happen? That doesn't make sense. That, 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 sh- that wouldn't be the way that would go. And I did think that with Last of Us. In Final Fantasy, I don't know what the fuck to think about that story. Like, that's the most... That is so Japanese RPG. I can't fucking wrap my head around <laughs> some of the shit they're introducing there. And then when they bring in the fucking, I don't know, the Harry Potter ghost guys. What are those things called? Dementors? Yeah. And fuck that. Like, it's just too much.
2: Oh, with the, uh, with the Genova, uh, clones of Sephiroth? Yeah.
1: No, no, no. The, uh, is that what they are? Or is it the, um, the, they're like a fake. The, the
2: Shadow People? Yeah. Yeah. They're They're, they're supposed to be like, Echoes of Genova, or something like that. Is that what it
1: is? Oh, okay. See, I didn't get that because this game is so confusing. But I guess if you already knew all that stuff from Final Fantasy VII, that stuff would be easier to understand. And I didn't. Yeah. So maybe because, because I don't know the whole story of Final Fantasy VII, I don't know who these people are. So the story might be a little more confusing to me. Because Kyle can appreciate it, be like, "Oh, that's cool." They, I was like, "He's they're telling a story that I didn't get with Jesse," and so he that that's gonna impact him more. Whereas me, I'm like, "They're just patting this." I was like, "I don't care even care about Jesse." <laughs> yeah, like, no, no really like for weird, me, so. that
2: that just humanizes her more. So totally. knowing knowing what happens, you know, that you're gonna lose her, and it, it's just like shit, man. You know, she's a yeah. person too now. You know, she's not just fodder like the rest of them. <laughs>
1: So that's my beef with Last of Us. Sure, I'm sorry, I have a no, you real guys beef are good. with Last of Us too. <laughs> you guys are good.
2: So maybe we should be at Ghost, uh, Last of Us, and Final Fantasy. Because I, I still think that's feel the order like, because I, like. I still feel like there is a lot of fluff in Final Fantasy. With as much good fluff there is, there is still some bad fluff too, and.
1: It just—I don't know. There's some it, real great fluff, though, man. Like that fucking dancing scene in the fucking Walmart. Oh area. yeah, area. Oh yeah. Cloud oh, dresses yeah. up as a woman. And the, it's the best part of the whole game, man. where he comes busting through the door, and I think it's Tifa, who's in the thing. It, it's one of the girls, and he runs up to her, and she goes, "Cloud, is that you?" And he's dressed up in a woman's clothes. He goes, "Yes, nailed it," and just keeps moving on like it was nothing. <laughs> so good. That's
0: fucking awesome. <laughs> it's
1: great. It has some of those moments. It's so fucking funny in that point Sherm. But I just don't think it's emotional moments K- keep up with Last of Us. Yeah.
2: It's, and I don't think I think Ghost is hands down
1: number 1. Like I just can't see a way I could put something above it. Like All I right, didn't cry so. like Kyle did. Um I was close. I was I was like, "Oh, dude, this is killing me." Like, I I really like the, I the Japanese culture though,
2: and I really I really like like old Japanese movies, well, you know, the Akira Kurosawa movies specifically, you know. Um, so it, it just hits it on they so do the legwork. for me. Yeah. They do all they the really legwork
1: did. to build up that relationship between Jin and his uncle, though. Like, they – it's – Oh, yeah. Oh, it hits yeah. you like a ton of bricks when you know what you're going to do. Like, you know why you're going to this cherry blossom field or wherever you're going. Like, you know what's about to happen. And that I mean, fucking haiku and shit you do right before, I was like, I was like, dude, don't make me do this. And I was like – and I yeah. knew I was going to have to, and it just hits like yeah, a ton of bricks. You, Same you, with you like set down your friend. sword,
2: and you, you, you set down the paper, and you're like, shit, I'm really going to write this. And you, it forces you to actually pick the lines, and you're like, god. So you yeah. have to think about the fact that you're going to go do this right now. Like you you have to put that in your head before you actually go do it.
1: Yeah, it's hands down. I think number one. So what yeah. do you got, Sherm? After you've heard all of our arguments,
0: <laughs> I don't have anything against the way that this went. And I was going to recommend Final Fantasy VII towards the like at the number three spot anyway, since it made it this far. Because uh, I want to kind of knock it a little bit on the technicality that it is a a remake of the original, and it keeps the majority of the story that everyone already knows and loves. And as you guys have said, it does add to that. But the majority of the story lot, has already too. been a a a tried and true one that everybody knows and loves.
1: Well, think about how much they add, though. Like, like it's not even like just a little bit they add, like Mafia did. Like it's a lot because that game's thirty five hours long. And from what Dan mm-hmm. told me, the regular Midgard section, what is that? Like four hours, four or five hours. Nah. I
2: mean you can stretch it out a little bit, but you can't stretch it much past like eight. I mean oh, that's a lot so of wandering it, around. That's a lot so of That's almost four around. times as
1: much. Like that's yeah. a lot. That's a lot added.
2: But that that's 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 if you get lost in the uh the train yard. 'Cause that's an easy place to get lost on the original I game. I fucking hated that. I, I thought
1: the music was so cool there, but I just hated that fucking area.
2: Oh yeah, it's so dumb.
1: Yeah, I didn't like that one. Were you thinking well, Last and, of Us maybe ahead of Sherm, or?
2: no i'm
0: actually i think i'm okay with with the way that we've uh laid them out so far i think this is a good i think this is good
1: you like this i'm okay with yeah this. i do last of us at number two i feel like they fuck up too much i really do want to like commend them like they really do try to tell a huge story i just don't think they can do it i think and it's maybe, impossible maybe, task, maybe that was the faux
2: pas is they tried to tell maybe. too much in one game
1: Maybe. Like, it's almost like this should have been like an episode of that show that's coming. uh, The Last of Us TV series that's coming. Like, if you're just going to tell stories of the people, I was like, that should be in their TV show. That shouldn't have been Last of Us Part 2, the video game. It shouldn't have been this. But, I don't know. Maybe I'm too nitpicky on this story. Like I said, better than most stories I've ever played. Still definitely worth a playthrough. So, read them off for me, Sherm. What do we got?
0: Well, then, in our of the year list for best video game story of 2020, at the number three spot, we have Final Fantasy VII Remake. At number two, we have Last of Us Part Two, And the winner of best video game story for 2020 is Ghost of Tsushima.
1: Good call. You, you picked the right one, Jeremy.
0: Yeah, I think I think I think you guys have laid out the arguments enough and have have set this there for me to also be uh, right there with you on this decision.
1: I was like waiting for people to play, like it was killing me that Kyle was so far behind me in Ghost of Tsushima because all I wanted to do was talk with him about <laughs> those cool moments that happened. And I'm like, dude, did you get to, uh, the Yuki girl or the maid, whatever her name is?
2: And uh, uh, he's like,
1: oh not yet. I was like, yeah, ago. I was like, I was like, oh come on man, hurry up and get there. I want to talk to you about how sad this fucking mission is. Oh you yeah. like, no, I'm getting there, I'm <laughs> Heartbreaking. Yeah. They're they're all kind of heartbreaking. Like the yeah. voice actress who does uh is it Masaka? The the woman whose clans uh her whole family's killed.
2: Oh yeah, Masaka? Yeah.
1: Masaka. Lady Ma- Masaka. I-, I think that girl did a tremendous fucking job with the voice acting. Like I could to talk about like hitting a mix between um uh, anger and sadness.
2: Yeah. In
1: almost every line she delivers. Like, so fucking. the
2: way her voice cracks when she talks yeah. about her her sons, you know. It's just totally. like, oh, that's so real, you know.
1: It really is like mm. Yeah, play play this game, sure. Buy a PlayStation 4 and play Ghost of Tsushima. Or ps 5
0: <laughs> When when a PlayStation 5 becomes available and I can afford it, absolutely. You can buy Brandon's. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> and with me digging out uh, Brandon's phone number here, of course, from my uh, phone to give him that call. That is it for this episode, everybody. So thank you so much for tuning in to uh, this episode here for the best story of 2020. Don't forget to check us out on anchor.fm slash the-nbc-podcast. That is obviously the home of our podcast. You know it. We know it. We've talked about it at the end of every goddamn episode and every live stream that we've done. So... If you're not following us for the love of God, why not? Please do it. Otherwise, you're missing out on content (laughs) like this. So make sure to hit us up there on anchor.fm slash the NPC's podcast uh, and also on your podcast platform of choice. If you're not following us on social media yet, you need to be doing that as well, though, too, on Facebook and Twitter at the NPCs podcast. We're also on YouTube at the NPCs podcast on Friday nights, 8 p.m. Mountain Time. You guys should already know this one, too. We're doing a live stream, always uh, talking about that week's video game news. Kyle and I meet up, uh, of course, remotely because of the pandemic. And we talk about that week's news, uh, going through it, and, uh, of course, looking for your commentary on it as well providing our commentary and just seeing exactly what's going on in the gaming world that week again thank you so much everybody for sticking with us we will catch you all in the next episode Later.
2: bye